This is Linda Day George, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Roberts, we're welcoming you back to TV Confidential, a radio talk show about television. And is happy to welcome Mr. Richard Benjamin. Richard Benjamin, the Golden Globe Award-winning actor who most of you know from his appearances in such films as The Sunshine Boys, the movie for which Richard won the Golden Globe, as well as Goodbye Columbus, Diary of a Mad Housewife, Port Norris Complaint, Love at First Bite, Cat 22, Westworld, and the clever 1973 mystery, the Last of Sheila, as well as Richard's directorial efforts, such films as My Favorite Year, The Money Pit, and Mermaids, though mostly known for his work in movies and on stage. Richard Benjamin has done a lot of television, including he and she, the fondly remembered sitcom from 1967 that CBS programming exec Mike Dan called the best show he ever canceled. And Quark, the short-lived satire of Star Wars, Star Trek, and all things science fiction that was also one of Richard's many collaborations with his friend Buck Henry. Richard Benjamin has an appearance in Hollywood coming up on Sunday, January 26th. We'll tell you more about that in just a second. But first, Richard Benjamin, welcome to TV Confidential. Well, thank you, Ed. Thank you for the nice introduction. I understand that Quark was a show that you wanted to do simply because of Buck. Absolutely. There's a, a few people that when you hear they're about to do something and you, you uh, Buck, Mike Nichols, Elaine May, Neil Simon, Mel Brooks, and you just try and get yourself in there even if they haven't thought about you. And that's what I did with Quark. When I heard about that, I called Buck and he said, well, I, I, you know, they never thought it might be someone like you. I don't know how much, if they can pay you what you think you, you know, your agent thinks you should get. I said, I don't care. I don't care. It's you. I want in. So that that's really how that happened, because there are just a few people like Buck that, you know, are original and special and really, really funny. And my agent, Phil Gersh, said, the main thing is to try and do good things, and that's what I've tried to do. So that's why I wanted into that show. And that show, we actually got fan mail from astrophysicists. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if they ever wrote a fan mail to any show ever before, but they wrote to our show. But NBC didn't quite know what that was. Uh, they, they said, is this a Saturday morning kids show? I said, no. Look at those two girls. No. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's not for Saturday morning. No. Uh, so they said, well, what? And they couldn't quite figure it out. I mean, I feel if they had left it on, it really would have gone because it was pretty smart, I think. It was very smart. It was one of those things, Richard, that if NBC were not in last place at the time, yeah, they yeah. they they might have they, they they might have taken a chance and and given it a little more of yeah. of a chance to find an audience. But yeah. mm-hmm. you know it's you 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 know this you know this as well as anybody else. I mean, once you once you do the work, once you finish the work, whether it's for movies or for television, once it's released, it's kind of out of your control. It's out of your hands. You can't, and that's why. It's a marketplace, you know. I, I never understand anybody complaining 
and saying, oh, we, we, they should have kept us on. Or, it's a marketplace. We, under, we understand that. As my friend Mel Brooks says, it's not show business. It's show business. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And, and right now we are in the business of talking to Richard Benjamin, Richard Benjamin, the star of Cork, he and she, The Last of Sheila, and many other movies and television productions for our listeners in Southern California. Richard Benjamin will be appearing at the Egyptian Theater in Hollywood on Sunday, January 26th, following a special screening of The Last of Sheila. Richard will be in conversation that night with Diane Cannon and film historian Foster Hirsch. For tickets for more information, go to AmericanCinematechCalendar.com or the events page on Facebook. Uh, what to ask you about The Last of Sheila in just a second, but yeah. before we leave... I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the Egyptian theater, because I, and it just reminded me, I toured in the National Company of Barefoot in the Park that Neil Simon wrote and mm-hmm. Mike Nichols directed with Myrna Loy. Yes. And Myrna Loy danced as a 16 or 17 year old on that stage at the Egyptian Theater. Um, I got to remember that when we're there uh, with Joan Crawford, uh, one of her best friends. Tell you what, I will email that anecdote to you so uh, so hey. that you have it on hand. Yeah, I don't want to forget. No, that's a that hey that that's a good that that's a good memory. But yeah. it's you mentioned uh, you mentioned Neil Simon. He was one of those. He was he was another one of those guys that uh, I I understand that. Oh yeah, it, for sure. Yeah, I, and uh, yeah, uh, that of course belongs in that group. If I didn't mention him before, but yeah, and and listen, a large part of my career was with him. Mm-hmm. And that career began by auditioning for Barefoot in the Park in New York. And then it shows you what a, there's so much luck in this business because I had a 10-minute audition for that play and Mike Nichols and Neil Simon cast me in that. And then they cast me uh, in The Odd Couple with Dan Daly. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they cast me, uh, Neil cast me in The Star Spangled Girl on Broadway, which was my first Broadway show with Tony Perkins and Connie Stevens. And then I directed Barefoot in the Park in London. And then I, he asked me to do The Sunshine Boys, the movie. And then I directed two of his plays that we turned into films, uh, the Goodbye Girl, and uh, Laughter on the 23rd Floor. So that is a career in itself, mm-hmm. and and that came from a 10-minute audition. So, you know, <laughs> my my again, my, my great agent, uh, Phil Gurr, said, uh, yeah, you got to have some luck in this business. you got to have some luck in this business, and this is something we talk about a lot on our program, Richard, uh, Show business is not unlike any other business in that it is about building relationships with people, you know, people that you're working with today that you may 
end up working with down the road in, in, in ways you may not have thought of? Well, you know, again, another good friend, Walter Matthau, said to me, you know, you can't stay mad at anybody in this business because it all comes around again. Speaking of coming around again, uh, uh, while we're on the subject of Sunshine Boys, mm. that I understand that was also kind of an old home week, uh, and, 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 uh, not, not, maybe not old home, but it took you back because the, the concept of that movie about two vaudevillian stars, that, that kind of touched, that was a t- personal touchstone for you because of your father. Uh, because of my uncle. Because, okay, your uncle. Yeah, I'm sorry. my uncle was in vaudeville, and we shot some of that movie in New York in front of the Beacon Hotel on 74th Street and Broadway, where my uncle lived with his wife, um, right in front of that hotel. And George Burns, I said to George, my uncle was in vaudeville, I said, do you think you know him? He said, what was his name? And I said, Joe Browning. And he said, Joe Browning, yeah. He said, we were on the bill with uh, Joe Browning, and Joe Browning was the headliner. We were down in the bill, me and Gracie, and your uncle was the headliner. And I said, so you knew him? He said, knew him. I knew him. Not only did I know him, I know his act. (laughs) He said, you want to hear it? And he could do it. Um, because those people, they did, you know, eight, they did seven days a week and they did about three or four shows a day, uh, and all over the country. And they, you know, George said to me when we would, he was in his, I think he turned 80 on Sunshine Boys. And he said, you know, I'm going to live to be a hundred. And I said, oh yeah. I said, how do you know that? He said, because I'm booked. And, he, and, and as I recall, uh, he he made it. He made it. Made it. Yeah, he made it in Vegas. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, of course, he he took good care of himself. You have always been. You have also always taken good care of yourself. I mean, you've always been in great shape. Uh, you look like you could run a twenty-six mile marathon today. What, what is your secret to taking care of yourself? Well, a long time ago, Paula, my wife, mm-hmm. Paula Prentice. I was years and years ago, I forget where we were, and she said, you've got to exercise more. And so, because she always exercises mm-hmm. from, from when she was a little kid. And so she got me running, and she got me doing things. So we've kept that up. And now she and I uh, do Pilates, which has been really great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we... Tr- we both try and stay in, in good shape if we can. Yeah, I have, I have a director friend up uh, in Santa Cruz. I mean, he just turned 96 this year, and uh, he's been doing Pilates for, for the last 10, 15 it's, it, years. It's really great, yeah. yeah. And Paula started a long time ago because, you know, it was started by a dancer and stuff, and it's, it's, re- it's really great. But, yeah, I mean, part of this whole thing is if you get the call to go, you've got to be mentally and physically ready to go mm-hmm. and 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 it, and listen for directing directing a movie is an athletic event i mean it it it's a tremendous physical demand um and you've got to be up for it yeah because you 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 have to think out everything i mean you have, you have not just the script but the entire production and you got the entire you know several hundred people crew that you got that are working for you and that you got to have answers to yeah 
or at least or at least know who to direct them to, you know? Yeah, you have to have the answers even if you don't really know the answer. <laughs> well, the answer right now is that we're talking to Richard Benjamin. Richard uh, will be appearing at the Egyptian Theater in Hollywood on Sunday, uh, January 26th, uh, following a special screening of The Last of Sheila. Richard will be in conversation that night with his co-star from The Last of Sheila, Diane Cannon, and film historian Foster Hirsch for tickets and more information, AmericanCinematechCalendar.com, AmericanCinematechCalendar.com, or you can also check out the events page on Facebook. Uh, going back to Neil Simon, I didn't know this. I mean, it's I, I, I didn't know this. Anthony Perkins co-wrote the last to Sheila, and he was another guy. I mean, you worked with him on the Spar- on the Star Spangled Girl. Yeah, and he co-wrote it with Stephen Sondheim. You don't think of Sondheim doing murder mysteries. You think of him doing... Oh, yeah, but you do. If you knew them, they were tremendous game players. Mm-hmm. They had a famous treasure hunt, scavenger hunt, treasure hunt throughout New York City. They'd, they'd invite all these people, and they would supply like this list of clues to these people all over the city and play this game that went everywhere and it, i mean it was pretty famous at the time that tony and Stephen created this thing and you'd have these all these pretty well-known people running all over the city following these clues for example to be something like take the a train and something, and that might lead to uh, Duke Ellington or something, elegant something, and then that next clue, there's a lady holding a torch for you. So what is that? Oh, my God, it's the Statue of mm-hmm. Liberty. Mm-hmm. So they get in the ferry and get across the, uh, you know, where the Statue of Bedlam's Island, the Statue of Liberty is, there'd be some other clue there. I mean, they created all that stuff years and years ago. So they were into this game-playing and what they said about The Last of Sheila was, you know, like Agatha Christie or like this film, Knives uh, Out, that, uh, that's uh, playing now, mm-hmm. the detective in those films always gathers everybody into the drawing room mm-hmm. at the end and explains how he came up with who the killer was mm-hmm. and stuff. But they wanted to create something where you could play the game. You could actually... If, if you could figure out, and, and you can figure it out from the actual very opening of the film, who the killer is, because it's in the title. And it's like a crossword, the last of Sheila, meaning the Sheila who dies in the movie mm-hmm. at the beginning, mm-hmm. but the last of the word Sheila is the letter A. And so at the beginning when Jim Coburn gets us in front of the boat under the, the the Sheila that's up on the bow of the boat, uh, we're all standing in a certain way. Then he moves everybody around, and he says, no, you stand here, you go here, and he puts me under the letter A. So the answer of who did it is right there at the beginning <laughs> of the movie. The Last of Sheila will be screening at the uh, Egyptian Theater in Hollywood for our listeners in Los Angeles. Richard Benjamin will be appearing that night uh, after the special screening of The Last of Sheila. He'll be in conversation with Diane Cannon and Foster Hirsch. For tickets and more information, AmericanCinematechCalendar.com. If you can't make the screening, The Last of Sheila is available on DVD, Blu-ray, and streaming on demand. You mentioned James 
Coburn, another James, James Mason, also on that picture. I understand of the many writers, directors, actors you work with. If you had to make a short list of your favorites, I understand James Mason will be right at the top. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, you, I, it was extraordinary uh, working with him in scenes and also a wonderful man on top of it all. Um, but this legendary, you know, screen actor, he probably... I mean, he's a, he is his own master class in mm -hmm. screen acting, um, and being in a scene in scenes with him was was that master class. I mean, I had never experienced anything like that because I for you forget with him that it's acting. You forget that you're in some kind of scene. It's it becomes real. Yeah. Um, and you know all the lines, but you don't have that thing in your head of this guy whoever i'm with when that person stops talking i talk i mean you it's it's beyond that you don't know what's going to happen next and yet it's all there i mean um it, it was a great experience working with him i'm not an actor richard i just talk to actors on the radio but well, i understand that in its essence Acting is, is, is reacting to what your acting partner is telling you in the scene. And, so, and, and that if you're synced in, if you're simpatico in the moment, whether, whether you're acting opposite James Mason or whether you're acting opposite Diane Cannon in the scene, yeah. what uh, he or she is going to do in that moment will trigger maybe not your next line, but maybe how you deliver your next line. Or it's thoughts, really. It, it isn't even lines. It's behavior mm -hmm. and it's thoughts. I, I believe that the camera, and even on stage, the camera can read your, what you're thinking. I mean, in real life, we're thinking all the time. Uh, we, we, you know, may think, oh, I just forgot my keys, or where, where did I put them, and stuff. <laughs> that, that, that racket is going on all the time in your head, yeah. and it you have to get free enough so that is happening then and there. So it isn't like, how am I doing? And uh, uh, is this going well? You can't be outside of it. Yeah. Um, and actually, a friend of mine said, you know, after all the rehearsal, all the stuff and everything, just get rid of it, throw it all out, get rid of all of it, and don't know what's going to happen next. Buying or selling a home can be one of the most stressful things we'll ever do in life, but it doesn't have to be. And no one knows better than our friends at Front Porch Realty Group. Their community of realtors serving the Northern Bay Area of California that cares about their clients as individuals first and foremost. Whether you're a first-time buyer or looking to lease or sell your property in the Bay Area, Front Porch Realty Group will help you through this important transition by providing you with the right information for your situation while lessening the pain. They also work with a network of realtors throughout California who provide the same high caliber of customer service. Call Front Porch Realty Group at 415-886-7411 for a realtor referral near you. You can also visit their website, frontporchrealtygroup.com, for more information on the services they provide including upcoming workshops and seminars. For more information, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com. Front Porch Realty Group, 
They'll find the solution that works best for you. Want a free first ride with Uber? Uber, the mobile app that connects you with a ride at the touch of a button in minutes. Enter promo code TV Confidential after you download the app to receive your first free ride up to $20. For more information, go to get.uber.com forward slash go forward slash TV Confidential. Hey there, this is Wink Martindale, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Are you from California, Illinois, New York, Georgia, or any of the other 39 states that charge state income tax? Does your state claim you owe them any amount of back taxes? Or have you not filed in years? Is your heart pounding because you know they're wrong or you just don't have the money? Don't fight the state income tax board alone. The tax doctor is here to help you. The state is much more aggressive than the IRS in collecting taxes. They have the power to take your home, your car, your driver's and business licenses, even garnish your wages, freeze your bank accounts, and go after your spouse. Solve all your income tax problems permanently and keep more of your hard-earned money. Make this 100% guaranteed risk-free call right now. 800-649-0142. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. Miss the show? We have more than 500 hours of archived editions of TV Confidential available on demand as digital downloads. For more information, go to shop.tvconfidential.net. This portion of TV Confidential is sponsored by The Misadventures of Biffle and Schuster, the hilarious site-splitting new DVD available through Kino Lorber. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.